Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hunger for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This podcast is sponsored by Doctors of Waikiki, your local Hawaii Nissan dealers, and HMAA. This podcast is sponsored by Doctors of Waikiki, Hawaii's best urgent care, your local Hawaii Nissan dealers, and HMAA. We're passionate about your health. From Hawaii News Now, this is Breaking News. That breaking news comes from Makiki, where a house fire claimed the lives of two people. Flames and black smoke could be seen coming from the two-story building. HFD says an elderly man and a woman died in the blaze. It broke out just before 1 this afternoon on Spencer Street near the Makiki Cemetery. Our Ben Gutierrez joins us live from the scene with more. Ben. Mark, it's been about three hours since that fire call went out on 911, and you can see behind me the effects of what has occurred. This is what remains of that two-story single-wall residence, which went up in flames. Fire crews were able to get it under control very quickly, but by then the damage had been done. Ten fire units and nearly 40 firefighters battled the blaze and were able to bring it under control within 10 minutes of getting here. Video shows how HFD attacked that fire from Prospect Street behind the residence, as well as on Spencer Street. It was just 15 minutes after HFD responded that the two people were found dead at the scene. One elderly male was found on the ground floor outside of the home, and an elderly female was found on the ground floor inside one of the bedrooms. A third person who lives upstairs was not home at the time of the blaze. Medrano says it's not known yet whether or how the two victims are related and whether the man was trying to get back into the home to rescue the woman. Fire investigators are now on scene. What they're doing is trying to determine exactly where and how that fire began and also to determine an estimate of damage. The medical examiner's office is here as well as uh, police investigators. They will be coming up with the cause of death as well as the the official identifications. Reporting live from Makiki, Ben Gutierrez, Hawaii News Now. Well, happening now, a traffic mess for drivers on the Pali Highway. The Department of Transportation says the left lanes are closed in both directions at the tunnel portals due to tree removal. This is an image sent out by DOT. You can see the tree uprooted and hanging over. Crews are on scene, but there is no ETA on when the work will be completed. Let's go to Jonathan Masaki for how this is impacting the afternoon drive. Jonathan. Well, you know, you're exactly right. It's impacting the drive into the windward side. So we want to kind of spotlight what's going on right now. That exact location is right by the tunnels, as you saw in the video a little bit earlier. And the work will continue for an indefinite period of time. Now, this tweet came out at about 2.30 this afternoon from DOT. The life lane closure in both directions between the tunnel portals to remove that uprooted tree is going to continue through the PM commute. So as you can imagine, your commute into the windward area downtown to Kailua via the Pali is estimated at about 42 minutes. Downtown to Kaneohe, if you want to take it via the Like, Like may be your better bet at 30 minutes. And then if you want to go all the way over to the H3, downtown to Kaneohe, about 40 minutes tonight. That's the latest about this situation on the Pali Highway. Back to you, Mark. Jonathan, thank you. The Honolulu police officer critically injured after being pinned between two vehicles in the H3 tunnel remains hospitalized. 
Officer Felix Gaspin was on traffic duty when the crash happened. And as Eddie Dowd explains, the incident has led officials to remind the public about a law meant to keep first responders safe. We are here inside the Hirano Tunnel where Officer Felix Gassman was hit and critically injured by a car while providing traffic duties late Sunday night. It's why officials are urging drivers to follow the move over law. Now the law is now in all 50 states according to AAA. It requires drivers to make a lane change when approaching emergency vehicles. If they are not able to safely do that, they must slow down. Drivers found in violation of the law could face fines of up to $1,000 and a mandatory court appearance. Now, a GoFundMe account has been set up for Officer Gassman's family. It's raised more than $45,000 when we last checked. We reached out to his wife who gave us this statement saying, we are very thankful for the overwhelming support from our family, friends, and community. Reporting inside the Hirano Tunnel, Eddie Dowd, Hawaii News Now. Eddie, thank you. The medical examiner has identified the 70-year-old man killed in a single car crash in Wahiawa as Lansing Kakazu. Police say Kakazu was heading westbound on California Avenue around 5.30 yesterday morning when he veered off the road and hit a utility pole. He was wearing his seatbelt but later died of his injuries. Former Punahou basketball coach Dwayne Ewan will remain behind bars as he awaits trial. The 50-year-old Ewan pleaded not guilty today in federal court on charges of possessing child pornography. But a federal judge ruled that UN posed a potential danger to the public and ordered him detained. His trial has been set for April 18th. The FBI, which arrested UN earlier this month at his Manoa home, is still investigating whether there are other victims. Scary moments in Manoa this morning when UH defensive back Kono Moore was transported from practice in an ambulance, the St. Louis grad was rushed to an emergency room after colliding into another defensive player for the end of today's spring session. No other details were given at the time, but early reports say his prognosis is positive. Moore is a redshirt freshman who appeared in two games for the Rainbow Warriors last season, primarily on special teams. We're learning more about a close call on the runway at Daniel K. Inouye International Airport. The NTSB issued a preliminary report this morning. A month after a runway incursion when a United Boeing 777 crossed into the runway of a Kamaka Air cargo flight. The Kamaka aircraft was able to turn onto a different taxiway by the time the United flight landed. And the report says they came within 1,100 feet of each other. Fortunately, there were no injuries reported and neither aircraft suffered damage. Multiple agencies are removing fuel from the luxury yacht that ran aground in a marine sanctuary in West Maui. Our Chelsea Davis is at Honolulu Bay with more. The Coast Guard has been out here since 8.30 this morning, and the helicopter that you hear has been here since 11.30, working to remove fuel and batteries from that yacht that ran aground here at Honolulu Bay on Monday. The owner tells us his mooring snapped, causing it to crash, so they've been working to get the yacht off of the reef and the rocks since then. Now, on Tuesday, it started leaking fuel in the water, causing a lot of people to be upset, especially the environmentalists, because this is near a marine sanctuary. And of course, surfers are upset as well, because this is a world-renowned surf spot. So you can see today, there is a boom in the water, and that is containing the oil. The Maui Police Department has the road shut down downtown 
into the boat to the public. And Dia Lenar is in the water enforcing a 200-foot safety zone. Dia Lenar also tells us that they did get a salvage plan from the owner, so they're reviewing that right now. Coming up at 5, hear from upset locals what they want the owner of the yacht to know. Reporting from Honolulu. Well, that was Chelsea Davis reporting from Maui. Moving over to the Garden Isle, heavy rains earlier this week overwhelmed the Poipu water reclamation plant and caused 100,000 gallons of wastewater to spill on site. The state health department says none of the sewage escaped the plant's property. The spill is primarily attributed to the consistent and heavy rain that drenched Kauai on Monday. weather now a very windy day at diamond head especially windy in this area and the wind is going to be picking up for first alerts here's chief meteorologist jennifer robbins how's it jen a number of them as we go into the next couple of days we're talking about the weekend and beyond with very strong blustery winds even though the sustained winds aren't that strong we're talking about 10 to 15 miles per hour it's the gust that really has power behind it and that's what we're tracking the next several days and notice the colors there that brings us to 30 to 40 miles per hour over the channels and we have a small craft advisory for all of the islands and we'll see that at least through the weekend right now the gusts are sitting about 30 to 30 especially over Maui County and the strongest of the wind will be over those leeward neighborhoods racing down the mountainside and we've been through this episode of strong winds the last couple of weeks we had one and then earlier in the year as well and here we go again and the strongest of the winds will likely be clocking in as early as tomorrow with more wind alerts up and then lasting through the weekend elevated and then another round on Monday I'll take a deeper look at that coming up shortly Mahalo Jen the Florida man accused of fatally shooting three people yesterday, including a television news reporter and a nine-year-old girl, is behind bars tonight. Authorities say 19-year-old Keith Melvin Moses shot and killed a 38-year-old woman as she sat in a car with a friend. Five hours later, Moses returned to the scene, injuring a news photographer and killing 24-year-old reporter Dylan Lyons, who you saw at the top of this video. They were there on assignment. Now, for unknown reasons, police say Moses also entered a home and shot a mother and her nine-year-old daughter. They were transported to the hospital where unfortunately and tragically, nine-year-old Tiana Major died. The girl's mother and the photographer remain hospitalized in critical condition. Authorities say Moses had a lengthy criminal history which included gun charges. The former attorney charged in the 2021 murder of his wife and son took the stand today. Bradley Blackburn reports on the riveting testimony in the South Carolina courthouse. I would never intentionally do anything to hurt either one of them. Alec Murdaugh dissolved into tears describing the day of the murders. My boys laid face down. And he's done the way he's done. His head was the way his head was. I could see his, could see his brain laying on the sidewalk. Once a prominent South Carolina attorney, Murdaugh is now charged in the double murder of his wife Maggie and son Paul on the family's property, charges he denies. I didn't shoot my wife or my son anytime, ever. He admitted on the stand that he lied to police about his whereabouts just before the killings. He said an opioid addiction clouded his judgment. As my addiction evolved over time, I would get in these situations or circumstances where 
I would get paranoid thinking. Murdoch said there had been threats on Paul's life in the past. I was referring to Paul. Paul got so many threats. Didn't take serious. Prosecutors claim Murdaugh had stolen money from his clients and killed his wife and son to create sympathy while he tried to cover up his crimes. For years, you were stealing money from clients. Yes, sir, I agree with that. And that you were stealing from your law firm. Yes, sir, I agree with that. The defense could rest its case as soon as Friday, putting it in the hands of the jury by next week. Bradley Blackburn, CBS News, New York. Ahead on First at Four, the Transportation Secretary visits the Ohio community rocked by a toxic chemical spill from a train derailment. New insights on the crash. Howard. Vacation rental report just ahead and jobs in hospitality and health care. Dow gained 108 points today. You're getting your news First at Four, and we'll all be right back. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This is Hawaii News Now. Welcome back. U.S. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg spent the day in Ohio getting a first-hand look at the site of the train derailment that has led to a toxic chemical spill. Alice Barr reports on his visit. New revelations today about what made a train carrying dangerous chemicals run off the tracks in East Palestine, Ohio, triggering an environmental catastrophe and raising serious health concerns. That scares me for my family. We are living here by this. We have no choice to live here right now. A preliminary report from the National Transportation Safety Board pointing to a severely overheated wheel bearing on the train. This was 100% preventable. We call things accidents. There is no accident. The NTSB announcing it will hold a rare investigative field hearing. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg on site today vowing to hold Norfolk Southern Railway accountable. We're going to be here day in, day out, year in, year out. While pushing for stronger railway regulations. We need enforcement. We need accountability. It comes one day after former President Trump visited East Palestine, accusing the Biden administration of being slow to respond. They were to leave you abandoned. The White House firing back, insisting the EPA has been on the ground since day one and slamming the former Trump administration for dismantling Obama-Biden rail safety protections and EPA powers to rapidly contain spills. Political sparring as worried residents look for answers. While state and federal officials stress the air and water are safe, the CDC is promising to look into lingering health concerns. In Washington, Alice Barr, NBC News. More news ahead, but first a look at the stories we're working on for the next half hour. The head of Navy Region Hawaii addresses the Red Hill fuel crisis. His message to the families and communities impacted. A Wahiawa preschool will shut down permanently after its charter contract isn't renewed. When Kamalani Academy will close its doors. And already facing staff shortages, the Kona Community Hospital is seeking millions of dollars in facility repairs. What needs to be fixed at 4.30? First alert from Jen and Jonathan after the break. This podcast is sponsored by Doctors of Waikiki, your local Hawaii Nissan dealers, and HMAA.
This podcast is sponsored by Doctors of Waikiki, Hawaii's best urgent care, your local Hawaii Nissan dealers, and HMAA. We're passionate about your health. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha.